and everyone else listening, we have a, we're on part three of our new segment, Sex Shop Chronicles. And uh, this one should be a doozy. We got another bio of one of the people. Well, I'll give you the background uh, like I have been. So we uh, we have a friend that works up in Colorado who lives in Colorado, and she works at a sex shop. And the sex shop has an arcade for people to go in and watch porn. It's like a booth. And, and there's lots of people who go back there and fuck. And blow whatnot. each other. Well, she, in her first story, which was about incest, and it was a wild story um, from two podcasts ago, she says that she has regulars there <laughs> that come in, <coughs> you know, daily or multiple times a week. And I had several questions about these regulars. <laughs> yeah, so what she's doing for us now is we're going to get a story every week, or, well, possibly, it just depends on if we can work things out. Um, she's going to give us... A, bi- a biography, like a background of one of her regulars, and then on top of that, a crazy story. So I'll start off with the crazy story from this week, and it is a, it's a fucking great one that it just makes you wonder <laughs> what kind of people are out there in the world. All right, so Farmer John is a regular porn guy. Farmer John, I like him already. He comes in twice a week, Thursday and Sunday. And spends at least an hour looking for porn. He's about 5'6", 170 pounds, and wears the same pair of blue denim overalls and red plaid shirt every single day. (laughs) Hence the name Farmer John. (laughs) I didn't even have to change the name for this bio because not one single person that I work with knows his real name. Everyone literally just calls him Farmer John. The only porn that he will purchase is interracial porn. (laughs) Everyone has taken to leaving any interracial porn we get in our shipments to the side for him to go through before we put it on the, on the sales floor. If we don't do this and he finds a new release on the sales floor, he will investigate until he finds out who did it. He's a bitter asshole about it, too. If you don't put his porn to the side, he will refuse to talk to you for weeks. <laughs> He's... He's one of the two, one of two people that will special order porn for, that we will special order porn for. He brings us exact titles from from production companies he wants. Jeez. Sometimes entire series with 30 plus volumes in them. And our buyer will go to the ends of the earth to get them for him. This man has spent millions of dollars on porn alone. Millions? Just a couple weeks ago, he came in for a series he ordered and dropped $5,000 without blinking an eye. What? <laughs> An interracial porn. <laughs> he, he, Man. He has shared pictures of his porn collection with us. He has an entire walk-in closet dedicated to his porn. Organized in alphabetical order by production company and title, of course. I'll have to ask him what his current total is, but when I checked with him about a month, a month and a half ago, he was at about 40,000 DVDs. <laughs> most of which are interracial porn. I asked him jokingly once what he's going to do with all this porn when he dies, and he said he's leaving it to split between his two grandsons. <laughs> what an inheritance. <laughs> Damn, could so, you imagine this guy being your fucking grandpa? So I immediately asked the question I think everyone asked, like, does he? do you think he watches all of this? Um, this was the response. He won't watch them more than once. He'll briefly skim through them if he's not interested and then they go in the closet permanently. I've asked. <laughs> so, 
So this is just a hobby for him. It's like collecting buttons. That's kind of what I think. Is I think he just like somewhere along the line he started collecting this and has just never stopped. Yeah. Forty thousand DVDs of porn. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Doesn't he know there's the internet now? That's what I was saying. You never heard of Amazon? <laughs> Bro can get like free porn indefinitely. That's why I think I don't think it's really for the porn. Yeah, it's that's got to be collection. Because there's people that, that do that DVDs. I don't know, man. Everyone's got their thing. Interracial. Apparently, that's what he likes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say that. I asked her too. I was like, well, like what type of interracial? She says that his personal favorite is bi-interracial. Bi-interracial? And she said, do you know how fucking hard it is to find bi-interracial porn? So is it like threesomes? I, I guess. How do you know they're bi? As I say, this is the beginning. I like men and women. Right. And it goes down sex with one person. I, I guess. <laughs> so then here's the story. Um, now, these stories aren't linked to the customer's. Yeah. From my understanding, these are just two separate things going on. Man, I need to have this fucking guy on the podcast. Farmer John? Jesus I didn't even know what his two, like his top ten favorite porn scenes are. I need this guy to come talk to me for hours right. on end. And if he's a bitter asshole, I'm going to fucking, it's going to be hilarious. Jesus. Right. So here's the story. The store that I work at is open 24 hours, 365 days a year. We have three different shifts, midnight to 8 a.m., um, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and 4 p.m. to midnight. Usually we will only have one person on the shift. Sometimes we'll get lucky and have a janitor with us to get double coverage, but it's rare. This story didn't personally happen to me, but it happened to my coworker, and it was honestly too great not to tell. My coworker Alexis was working by herself on the 4 p.m. to midnight shift. This is our money-making shift, and we and we were pretty consi- um, consistently have people in the store at all times. So there's customers there almost the whole shift. Yeah. Luckily for her, that shift was uncharacteristically dead. At one point in the night, Alexis had no customers in the store and was in the employee restroom during doing her business. When we use the restroom, everyone pretty consistently leaves the door open since we are alone in the store. And it's, and it's in our stock room where only employees are supposed to be able to access. On this specific night, Alexis left the door open, as usual, and that ended up being a huge mistake. As Alexis was sitting on the toilet, a man came barging in the stockroom and walked in on her mid-piss. Once he had realized what had, hap- what had happened, he seemed to be shocked and kept apologizing to her. Alexis said it was fine, shut the bathroom door, and assumed that the customer had left the stockroom to go and wait in the store. When she finished doing her business, she went back to the sales floor but the man who had busted in her busted in on her was nowhere to be found. She assumed the man, in his embarrassment, had left the store before she had come out of the bathroom, which makes sense to me. Yeah. About forty-five minutes later, Alexis was helping a customer, and the man who had walked in on her came out of the stockroom. When she confronted him about what he was doing in the stockroom, still he ran out of the store. Our stockroom is honestly the size of a closet. So how he managed to hide in there without Alexis noticing him when she came out, I don't know. When Alexis went back to see the man had been doing, she found one of our $300 fuck me silly toys in the bathroom. It was out of the box and had been noticeably used. Oh, no! He had came inside the toy and it was still dripping onto the floor. Oh, no! (laughs) I thought it was hilarious, 
But our district manager, manager who had a damage out of three hundred dollar used silicone ass, was not too pleased. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! The best part. Well, one of the best parts is I got a picture of said toy. Oh no! Not being used. <laughs> okay. Not with the dripping. <laughs> But apparently it's 20 pounds. Oh, okay. So boy whipped that thing out. 20 pounds. Just <laughs> fucking hurry and did his work. Well, 45 minutes. He took his time doing some work. Oh, my God. Oh, man. 